No, you're very welcome back to the programme, folks. And I'm joined on the line uh, by Emma Corker. Now, are you there, Emmett? I'm here, Tim. Oh, absolutely brilliant. We have a new gizmo here, and uh, we're going to be able to call people on WhatsApp from now on, and the, the quality is way better. So that's brilliant. Brilliant. Glad to hear it. Fantastic. Now, a couple of uh, items that uh, we'll have a chat about. First of all, what's the story with Nigel Farage? I think somebody closed his bank accounts. Well, from what we're hearing, um, he certainly hasn't made any uh, secret of it. Uh, the Couts, I believe, is the pronunciation of the exclusive wealth management bank in the UK. Right. Um, who, Nigel Farage says, uh, closed his account last week. He went on a, a, Twitter, a social media furore, basically saying that it was political persecution and, you know, raising a lot of concerns about politically exposed people and the fact that he wasn't able to open an alternative account yeah. after it was closed. Um, but Couts yesterday released to the BBC that they, um, in fact, only closed his account because they say he fell below the required deposit levels of a million pound uh, in deposits. Right. Now, okay. the update over, overnight was uh, that Farage took to the uh, Twitter sphere again and he said that in his 10 years banking with crowds that he has never been given a minimum threshold um as far as his records are concerned, um, and that they only offered him a NatWest account, which they also happened to own that bank after he went public about enclosing his Couch bank. So, bank account. So, look, it's, a, it's one of these better keep your powder dry than going on the airways scenarios uh, for Mr. Farage. Yeah, he, of course, now is a presenter on this new station in Britain. It's open a couple of years there. UK News, where Piers Morgan is on it and a few more. Uh, and uh, he's uh, given everything he can, Waski, as uh, every day of the week. And somebody apparently doesn't like what he has to say. So this is part of what he would say would be a politically motivated campaign against him. Yeah, that seems to be the, the tenor of it all. Um, now, I suppose the greater uh, concerning thing for, for the average 5'8 out there that wouldn't have a million pound line in their bank at the best of times would be uh, that it appears that Couts have disclosed, if not in total, at least some of what uh, his financial dealings with the bank were by confirming that he fell below the million pound uh, deposit level, um, which... I know under Irish law certainly would be a, a no-no um, with respect to GDPR, etc. Uh, the bank, no matter how much flack they'd be taken, they'd be expected to keep the, the, their, their yeah. mouth shut and their, their dry, as they say. Now, I'm not sure how it's any different in the UK. I'm sure there, there are nuances to the law. Um, but Farage took a, an opportunity last night anyway to raise this on social media to say, look, um, he's going to make a complaint about the un, unauthorised disclosure of his financial dealings and but he didn't make any bones about it he said yeah no I don't have a million pound in my bank but um, I was never told I had to I don't <laughs> so, think me or you will be opening up an account in Coates very uh, anytime soon no I don't think so alright uh, another very interesting uh, topic uh, Emmett the local elections and it's something we'll be doing a lot of talking about here uh, that is heating up there's a lot of candidates have declared their uh, you know intentions to stand already so what's the situation as you understand it at the moment well I'm only sort of getting a 
bit of a foothold on the whole thing now myself. It's going to be one of those things you, you won't be able to escape from, so you're as well to... I embrace to it, it, yeah. Yeah, basis. Um, so I was just doing a little bit of analysis there, and if it doesn't feel like nearly four years ago since their last local elections, um, it seems By like... By the it, time it comes around, it's going to be five, yeah. It'll be five, yeah. Um, so it's... I'm looking there at the runners and riders, um, a lot of disquiet amongst the elected reps at the moment saying that they're not able to get an awful lot done and they feel almost like they're being hamstrung by, you know, the, the, the rules and regulations of how strict everything has gotten within the local authorities. Right. Um, so there's a lot of frustration there among sitting uh, councillors, uh, as I believe Warren Layden has already ruled herself out. That's right. Second. Um, I know that Fianna Fáil are looking to nurture somebody in that league area, although I'm yet to get a name about who's going to be their candidate going forward. It's not It's not going to be uh, uh, Ivan Connachton, as I'm sure we've all more than aware of. Aware of That's right, stage. yeah. Larry, um, Larry Brennan there in Roscommon Town will definitely be a candidate in the Roscommon area. Right, so that's what be, would be expected, and he should, it would be expected that Larry would finally take a seat. Exactly. Yeah. After a few. Yeah. Yeah. After a few. Yeah. Um. Is there any Owen else in the Roscommon Town area that you're hearing about? Or? Well, I, I I haven't heard anything yet, but I know that I mean Fine Gael would definitely want somebody in the the general area of Roscommon Town, uh, because, uh, you know the. Uh, Larry Fallon, Dominic Connolly, uh, they were Fine Gael, as you know. Now, I know one uh, was in the, uh, the Roscommon area, one in the south of, of the county, but they went off after the uh, hospital thing. And uh, it's even though they're, as the fella, I, I, as the great spake goes, they're Fine Gael, Jean Poole, but still at the same time, Fine Gael definitely be looking for somebody there. So I haven't heard anybody yet. Yeah, and the last occasion that was the uh, local organizer, um, the oh gosh, sorry, now blanking on his name yeah, it, from. We we'll come up with it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I do know, I don't know him very well. That's why I'm uh, a little bit embarrassed now that it just. No, it's not the auctioneer from Glenamady, is it? Yeah, that's a chap. Um, I just can't. I'll think of his name now in a second, Jack. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, all right. I, that's just my own memory now. Nothing, no, no mark on the man. Um, I know that. He he did a good show, and, he, and no one else to take up the mantle. And um, he he campaigned right from over on one side of the country, right across to Bally League on the other. And um, the long and the short of it is that he probably didn't really want to be the candidate, or he was more of a backroom organizer. Really. Jerry Coffey. Uh, Jerry Coffey, that's right, Jerry. Um, and he he took up the mantle when no one else would. I don't know how Fine Gael done anything in the last four or five years to try and uh, find a young Turk in the woods to come up and take it on, or if yeah. he's going to be one again himself. Yeah, it'll be it'll be an interesting roundup. As for the North Common area up here in Strokestown, Boyle, Balladreen, um, we had a good show in the last time out there from the chap in Balladrine. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, I mean, what's the situation? Is, is Tom Crosby going to run again, do you know? Um, I haven't heard. I haven't actually been talking to Tom and I must huh. make that. Make that uh, yeah. Joe Murphy is there as well. And, Joe, uh, again, I'd say. 
Um, John Cummins yeah. is not running. Yes, that'll leave a big hole. That's going to leave a big hole and a lot of votes and boil as well. Yeah, absolutely. And it, he was a pole topper for and has been for, um, gosh, so long at this stage now. Yeah. Um, it Saj Hussein, that's the name of the chap in Balahadreen who ran. And that's right, yeah. The last time round, as an independent, um, if he'll be putting his hat back in the ring, and um, he was, he was there or thereabouts. He was in with the rest of the, he was in with the best of them at, on the last, on the last election. Um, it'll be interesting to see what Fine Gael do in this area. Andrew Reynolds would obviously be the front runner there for Fine Gael. He would, area, yeah. Alongside Dean Callan, um, who took the seat the last on the last time round. But we have to remember as well that Roscommon has fifty percent of our elected reps on the council are in are non party. Yeah, and and we have to also remember that Sinn Fein. Uh, I have they got us uh, what to do? They have uh, um, in Balahadreen. They had what they have one just one. They have just one councillor. Just one councillor in the whole county, and and then subsequently within two years elected a TD, which. You know, I think they'll end up with uh, at least two or three after the next election. Yeah, um, like you, you'll have the Seamus uh, O'Brien, I think it is in yeah, uh, yeah. the area. Um, he ran before on a few occasions and did quite well. Uh, there'll be a headwind with him there now. Um, that Castlery Ballantubber area is very heavily populated at the moment with councillors. You have yeah. uh, Tony Waldron. You have uh, Pascal Fitzmaurice. That's and right. Um, Nigel, Nigel Janine, yeah. All pulling out of a relatively small uh, vote pool, you know. That's half of the councillors kind of concentrated over on that side, another half are concentrated up around Roscommon Town. So it'll be interesting to see how the parties take up their strategy coming into it. Are they going to go with the shotgun approach or are they going to put uh, their, their weight behind some heavy hitters and see, will they, can they just take seats that they've lost in the past or regain seats um, and definitely Sinn Féin is going to be a force to be reckoned with next time around No doubt about it uh, Emmett that's fantastic uh, brilliant great quality on that line there this week thank you very much for that and we'll talk to you next week please God thank you thanks very much uh, brilliant stuff there Emmett Corker.